0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Never on the Same Page podcast. I'm Kim. I'm Jordan. And today we have a very special episode. This is the conference call. Um if you can hear a little difference in how Jordan is speaking, she is coming to us live from my phone. <laughs> She's on speakerphone <laughs> as we are currently practicing social distancing and being as safe as possible during uh this COVID outbreak, um COVID-19. Um so right now we are at a stay at home um state of emergency here um in Indiana and so we're going to do things the safe way and um for the foreseeable future right now um no matter yeah. what your president has to say about it um so yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you know on that whole um social distancing tip this really has changed our lives and the you know our day-to-day lives and how we do things um so um that is just something that I want us to talk about a little bit is how our routine has changed and what our day-to-day looks like now that we live in this you know COVID-19 aftermath or continuing math However, you would have put it. Yeah, basically, ain't nothing accurate about it. Right.
1: Doing this thing.
0: Yeah, we're right dead smack in the middle of this. Um, so what does your day look like now, Jordan?
1: So I'm usually up like ten thirty, ten forty five. I know that's probably late, but that's literally what time I get up every day. Like, even if I go to bed at like two something in the morning, I'm up at like ten thirty, ten forty five. Um, I get up. Uh, I pick breakfast. Um, I eat with the kids, and then we'll do uh, homework packets. Um, we'll color. Mm-hmm. We'll watch movies. Um, I'm catching up on different shows uh, every day, and um, I'm not doing too much napping. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am just doing a whole lot of you know cooking breakfast, lunch, and dinner um, things like that, and. Then I'm back to sleep and doing it again. Pretty mm-hmm. boring, but that's 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 what I'm
0: on these days. So you're right now so you are a teacher for your kids right now, correct? Yes. And and, and they're so doing they are
1: uh nine and six. And they're doing uh package still. Mm-hmm. Like we can come up to the like when I when it first started we had to come up to the school and get um uh their homework. But also, they gave out food for the, the you know, the time that they would be uh, at school, which
0: really helped. I had grocery here, mm. but that also helped. Wow, they
1: gave and food. They I didn't this. know that. Yeah, they did that. And they did that as it progressed that we, you know, when we figured out that they weren't going to come back um, mm. in April, they they did an ongoing type thing where you can come get food weekly. Mm. Um. So my kids are on packets right now. And they're going to eventually go to e learning, which is, you know, doing their work online. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know how that's going to look for me because I don't have a computer. I have internet access, I have Wi Fi. I just uh-huh. don't have a computer. So uh-huh. um, we'll find out going forward uh, when they actually start their email or
0: call, when that stuff gets started. Okay. And so right now with your job, you you don't have to. Work from home. You're just not. You don't have to work right now. Correct. I'm not working, but okay. I'm still getting paid. Thank Good. God. Thank God. Um, but
1: I'm not working.
0: Good. Um. So, yeah. with the other kids in the neighborhood and things like that, do you see kids out in your neighborhood right now?
1: Nope.
0: Good. Not at all.
1: Now I let the kids go outside and play yesterday because it was really warm. Mm-hmm. But um, they.
0: They 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 in, didn't even encounter any kids. Nobody was outside. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah. So, like for me, um, it's different because I don't I don't have kids. I am currently working from home. Thank God that I am. I have a job that allows me to do that. So. Today makes the week mark that I've been working from home. But interestingly enough, um, I've been working at home at home a full week today. But I've worked two separate jobs in that time period. So last so, <laughs> so last last Friday was my last day at my former employer, and I started this Monday at a new job, um, new employer, um, I'm still working, uh, within state government. So I just changed departments, but you know, completely different, um, department, a completely different team and people that I'm working with. I had to change my email address. I had to change my, um, my accesses on my computers and all those different things. So, um, and it was definitely adjustment, but I'm so grateful. Um, so I was hired before we went to this stay at home, this um, type of like coronavirus when I got hired was still overseas there might have been like one case here or something but it wasn't people it still wasn't like on our day-to-day radar like I I feel like me and Jordan have been talking about this for quite a while but I feel like glow you know nationally it hasn't been um in the forefront until recently so when I got hired none of this was a thing so I got the job and I was so scared once we went to Um, working from home and all this COVID-19 stuff, I thought they're going to take back my hire because how are you going to train somebody and they're working from home and they can't come in and da-da-da-da. But I'm so grateful that they have gone to, um, they've adjusted to training me online and through conference calls and web calls and all these different things. So I am learning a completely new job starting from scratch Um, just this past Monday. And so I'm three days into my new job, but a full week of working from home. Um, if that makes any sense. So, um, this new job, they start an hour and a half later. So I used to have to be at work at 730. Now I have to be at work at nine. Um, so I get to sleep. So I was already getting to sleep in. Because of working from home, you know, like when I had to be there at 730, I could like get up at seven and be ready sitting at my um, desk, which is in my room, sitting at my desk um, at my laptop by 730. Um, But now I can sleep in even more so because my day starts at nine. Um, But it has completely changed how I do my day as far as like. I live really close to a lot of stores, so I'm used to when I just need one thing. Oh, I need ketchup. Go to the store. Oh, I forgot bread. Go back the same day. Or oh, I I've got a taste for something sweet. Just go in the store and go get ice cream. Like it has totally changed my approach to grocery shopping. And what I had when I how I've described it is you have to be intentional when you go grocery shopping and get all of your things at one time, so you're not risking your health and your safety multiple times in a week and you are bi-weekly and things like that because of the dangers of going to the store like I remember the first time I've and the only time I've gone to the store um since all of this um since we've been on more of a lockdown um in the state of Indiana I could not sleep the night before like I kept thinking, am I gonna get in fights like you're seeing on the internet? Am I you know how am how much in danger am I gonna be in? Am I gonna look like a freak if I wear gloves? Or, you know, is everybody gonna have gloves? Is, is it gonna be okay? Do I need to wipe down the cart? Blah blah blah. It gave me so much anxiety. Um, but I can say like that first trip to the grocery store was very, very pleasant. People were very nice. I think people have seen how bad it's been around the country and even here in Indiana people have, you know I've seen videotapes from Indiana where people are fighting in the grocery stores and stuff like that and so people are more mindful of that and realize we're in this together like let's not fight let's be helpful and like I think I was telling you Jordan like that time at the supermarket people were so nice and friendly and everything and I felt more I it calm me down and I felt sense of relief but I saw a man um, in a motorized cart, an older, an older man and I looked at him and I looked away because he had on a Trump 2020 hat and I thought oh he's going to be mean or he's going to be racist or whatever he was being tested yeah so I just like looked away from him real quick but as I was putting my stuff on the belt and he was behind me and I realized he couldn't he was in a motorized cart, and he couldn't reach to get his items from his cart into onto the belt. And so I was like, what do I do? I was like, what if I touch his stuff? And he's like, nigga, don't touch my stuff. You know, like, I don't know. I just see this older man in this hat, and I don't know what to expect, so... I, but I, so I looked away from him and him, and then I looked back, and he was, he had a cane, and he was literally trying to hook his groceries on his cane, and it just sort of broke my heart. So I reached over, I said, sir, and I, you know, I start putting his stuff on the belt, and he was like, thank you, young lady, and blah, blah. And I told him, I said, I really would have let you go in front of me, because I had more items than he did, but she had already started ringing me up, and I told him that. I said, I would have let you go first and stuff, but I put his stuff on the belt, and he was so nice and kind, and he was like, I really, he said, I came to the store early, because I was hoping to meet the rush and everything and he seemed really scared too like he was just as scared as I was to be in the store mind you it's 6 a.m so I went early on purpose too um so I could definitely relate and even the cashier I told her I was like you know we hear things about people hoarding groceries and I told her I said I have not been out to the store and I'm buying for me and my elderly mom who is who does infusions twice a week, so I don't want her coming to the store. Her immune system is compromised. And she was like, oh, no, I understand. She said, I'm in the same boat. She said, when I get off, I need to go get groceries because she said right before we went... Before we were on lockdown, she had had a dinner party and she was like, everybody ate up her groceries. She said she didn't think anything of it and any other time you wouldn't. And now she's like, I have to prepare for the next few weeks, you know. And so it's like we all saw this commonality amongst each other just in the grocery store. And and I know that's not a real deep story, but it was just a a, a small thing that that has changed life for us. I, literally, the grocery store is a big deal, and um, items that you took for granted, Lysol, hand sanitizer, paper towels, and toilet paper are in such high demand, like we can't find them, I haven't been able to find hand sanitizer in the store for some weeks now, Um, you know, I found, even that 6 a.m. morning, I found two I found a shelf with Lysol on it, and when I say a shelf, it may have been like four bottles, or maybe five or six, and I was like, oh my god, like I was looking to my left and my right, I was like, am I the only one seeing this? Like, you know, I was so tempted to take more than what I needed, but I didn't. I just took two, one for me and one for my mom, but it was like finding gold to find Lysol, and it just speaks to the time that we're in, so it's crazy. Yeah, um, I uh, my, my
1: first out with groceries my kids father and his mother they actually like just popped up over my house with like a gag of groceries which Mm -hmm. I was so grateful for um Mm -hmm. groceries and uh toilet paper paper towels and stuff like that um I've been to the grocery store twice on my own since then and it's been it's been cool but I will say the before all this happened like probably like the week before all this stuff happened um that it was a Monday because my daughter had cheerleading and so I was going to go get something for to cook just for that night so mm-hmm. I could grab, the, you know, a little basket. Yeah. When I walked into the store, it was the self-checkout check line from one end of the store and the self-checkout line from the other end of the store. They literally wrapped around and met in the middle of the store.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I was like, what the heck is going on? Like not thinking nothing about the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Um and so I grabbed, you know, like, literally I had, like, five things in my basket. And so I'm in the line, which happens to stretch into the middle of an aisle. Mind you, still, both self-checkouts were still meeting in the middle. And um, everybody is literally like, what's going on? And I'm like, y'all tell me. Y'all in here, y'all parking full. <laughs> and then the line that I was in, the person just was like, um, oh, well, we're closed. And I was like, really? Like, can y'all even have the nerve to close? Like, well, y'all got all these people in this store." Mm-hmm. So, because it was so close to my daughter's true time, I just sat my basket down and walked out. Mm-hmm. But that was literally the beginning of all of this stuff, and I hadn't even realized it at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, since, since my kid's father and his mother had bought the groceries and my first time going out, it wasn't bad. Um, I could see that a lot of things were, you know, definitely ate up, but mm-hmm. my times of going in the store, even like Dollar General, Family Dollar, like I'm in and out, and the stuff that I have needed, I've been able to get, which I'm grateful for that, and it's just like you said, it speaks to, right now, our new normal, you know, mm-hmm. like, you never really realize how uh, you could. How we took for granted just walking in and out of a grocery store mm-hmm. without having to be in a line that long, you know, line long, line, long line, Jesus, <laughs> um, and you know, uh, being able to get the stuff that you need and not have yeah. to go to so many different stores.
0: Yeah. And even now that like my Walmart isn't 24 hours anymore, it opens and closes, which is so weird to me. I was even scared. I thought I said, you know, even when I went at 6 a.m., I said, is it going to be like Black Friday? Are people going to be waiting at the door for it to open? I was so scared. It's just a super crazy, weird time right now. Um, and so moving on to a segment that I think will be re- reoccurring for a while Um that we all need, and I definitely need one right now called Virtual Hug. Um, so I call it that because we're finding so many new creative ways, and I mean, we as a society, we across the nation, finding new ways to touch and affect people's lives, um, without touching them physically. Um, you know, people are starting. Uh, Zoom parties where they're, uh, you know, inviting all their friends to meet up on Zoom, which we're gonna do a Zoom later, so yay. But, um, you know, you're seeing different, um, celebrities uh, uh, recording artists throwing virtual parties uh co- virtual concerts in their living room. I know I saw John Legend, he performed at the piano in in his uh, in his house or um like with his daughter and his wife. She was like sitting on the piano Chrissy Teigen. Um and people were really um going up for that concert. And I know you talked to um you saw a part of Fred Erica's. Hammond did one. Oh yeah, Fred yeah, Hammond I did one. Fred Hammond. Yeah, he did a live concert. He looked like he was in a garage. Did you see his? He did. Okay, it like yeah. A, it looked like a pit my uh, pit my ride garage. Yes, that's exactly what it looked like. Um, you see, um, Lizzo, she's been doing like this flute and meditation thing on live on Instagram uh, daily, where she just plays, you know, her melodious flute in very calming tones, and she's got like incense burning and. Um, you know this whole calming effect and she just says like just a way to bring people together just a way to you know use her talent to show some love and you know there's so much that we see on social media so much that we're seeing in the news right now that is so terrifying it's so stressful you know and even when 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 me and you, Jordan, when we start talking about the coronavirus, every, every time we would do, would talk about it, we were talking about the numbers and the amount of, um, deceased and who was infected. But, you know, on this podcast, we're purposely not talking about the statistics because you're getting enough of that. Like literally the state of Indiana has, a a, um, website and an app, like not an app, but mobile alerts to let you know how many are infected on a daily basis, how many are, de- are deceased on a daily basis. So I wake up um, to hearing hearing about people die that have died or have been newly infected. And a lot of people are waking up to that every single day. So we don't want to discuss it here. Um, if you want to hear the facts open up your twitter right now and i'm sure you can see a number of people that are deceased and not to not to minimize it but just here right now we just want to show love and encouragement and show that virtual hug so um um you know we do want to point out those things and another thing that i saw and when uh jordan when me and you were talking about it um I said I was surprised it hadn't happened sooner, but Tyler Perry, he issued a challenge to the singers and to, you know, those of faith in the Christian world, the whole world challenge. Um, To sing the song. He's got the whole world in his hands. And he said, make it your own. Change the key. Change who you sing it about. You know, who, who you add to it. Because you can say, he's got the whole world. He's got you and me. He's got Indiana. In and You know, whatever you want, he said, to do that. Yeah. And we've seen so many singers posting. And, and people that are not famous have joined in on this challenge. And just to show love. To say that. You know, we're not asking God to just bless Indiana or just bless the United States. The whole world has been affected by this disease and the whole yeah. world needs love. The whole world needs miraculous healing. Um, and just to show love with just a very simple song of encouragement that many people have tapped into and felt the love through has been um, has been really positive. Uh to see and to hear, um I have to admit, I am a little tired of <laughs> hearing the song, but no when i I'll tell you this when when I said I was surprised that a like a encouraging song challenge hadn't been issued sooner. What I thought he, like, what I thought the challenge was going to be was an encouraging song, like, pass it on. Like, I might sing um, I Speak Life, and then I tag you in a post, and I'm like, what's your encouraging song? And you may say um, um, He Still Heals, or, you know, like, God Still Heals, that song. You know, just pass it on so it's not the same exact song being sung over and over again. And not, no shade on it, because I think it's beautiful, but I'm just saying, me, you know, in my, in... You know for as for me and my ears, I just I've been kind of skipping some i but I listen when i when if it's a song- singer I really wanna hear, but I think it is definitely um it's definitely made an impact, and I like the challenge just to show that love and that global support, especially when you have ignorant um xenophobic um people like Trump. Who is spewing, still continuing to spew hatred and call it um, a disease, a blank disease, and I'm not even going to say because it's ignorant, and I don't even want to um, carry it on any further. But it's not tied to a race of people. This um, this disease is no respecter of person, uh, babies to the elderly, from black to white, Asian, um, Indian. This African, This disease has been around the globe and back again. Um, So it's time out for xenophobic ignorance. Um, It's time out for people using this as a way to discriminate against Asian Americans and anyone. Um, It's just time out for that. We really need miraculous healing all over the world. The whole world is suffering. So why add to it with ignorance and hatred and bigotry? Like, stop it. Um, yeah,
1: that's true. And that's the, uh, like I was telling you, he's talking about, um, uh, people are dying that's never died before. And (laughs) I'm like, what?
0: Like, (laughs) and I
1: still have been, you know, meaning to send you that, um, but it's just like, are you, are you really saying stuff like that? Like, I just, like, it seems like he gets dumber, when there's crisis, like not mm-hmm. just on a regular day, but like when there's crisis, like I'll still never forget, like when he was throwing the paper towel, um, or mm-hmm. that uh, the, that hurricane or whatever yeah. it was, I think it was in Puerto Rico, yeah. Uh but it's just like he loses any type of common sense during real time crisis. And oh, no, he crazy. doesn't
0: have any, um, during any time. You're right. right. Crisis or not. But,
1: but yeah, um, I I like the challenge, too. I actually had tagged you in it because I wanted us to do one together. Mm That was my purpose of tagging you in that. Ah. But I, I was, like, at home practicing it. And I kept, like, recording it and stopping. And, you know, my children are shady. And so I was, like, singing it. And I was, like, oh, I don't like that. And my son was like, well, you did it, so. And I was like, you know what, I'm just not going to, you know, I'm just going to leave this to the professionals. And I, I didn't
0: post my video, but I definitely wanted to. Oh. What's your heart? And maybe we could do another one. Okay. Maybe not the whole world, because um, that's, like you said, it's getting
1: a little tiring, but maybe we could do a different one.
0: Yeah, maybe. We'll see. What does say? Not, <laughs> <laughs> not on the same page. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, moving on to the news just briefly. Um again, we're not sh- here to share statistics on this current podcast, but um the Senate has approved the historic 2 trillion dollar stimulus um that is supposed to help not only boost the economy but help um american families rebound because a lot of people are not in the situation that Jordan and I find ourselves in where we're still getting our our regular paycheck every week um over 3 million americans filed for um unemployment uh within the within the last week um that is like the biggest number. I think the closest was back in the recession in 2009, but I don't think we've ever had that many file in one week. Um, So the country is suffering uh, emotionally, physically from this illness, and financially. And of course, the financial part is not the most important part, but the financial part is something that there is a solution, that there can be solutions for, a me, you know, like more readily because doctors still have not come up with a cure or even a, um, you know, even a, an effective treatment. Like they're still sending confirmed cases home and telling them to just let the disease run its course and only come back if their symptoms get worse and sending them literally home with no meds. Some people are going home with no meds at all. Um, that's just something yeah. that, we need to um think about and people need to talk about as well but hopefully this um this stimulus will help people um and get you know make sure that they can survive and i i was going to say pay rent but i'm hoping that more places um um, and building and landlords are more understanding because we have seen reports of landlords telling people, um, "Pay your rent and think, and then figure out your food," which is horrible which is horrible, and no one should be doing that. You know, we need food to live. We need, you know, people have kids that need to eat. We shouldn't be starving people and be like, oh, make sure that rent paid. Like, no, but I hope this is able to put food in people's mouths to get them gas in their cars, especially for the the essential workers that don't have the um, option of, you know, not working right now. We need them. Thank you to every essential worker. And that's not just medical staff. Thank you for the grocers. Thank you Uh for the delivery people. Thank you. You said, um, thank you. You said who? Pharmacists. Oh, thank you to the pharmacists. Thank you to all of those that don't, you know, we're highlighting doctors and nurses um, around the country, which they should be um, celebrated. But also, you know, People at these fast food places, I see, you know, even when all this was happening, I was like, people are still going through drive thru's. Like, I'm a little bit scared just with, you know, drive thru's are dirty on a regular day. Um, and you just want to make sure they're taking the precautions. And, you know, I know I got an email from McDonald's saying that they were going to take more precautions. And yes, I eat at McDonald's enough that I get emails from them. Yes um so that's an email <laughs> <laughs> they, they had sent this email like that we know what the crisis is doing and that we are taking the proper precautions to be clean and things like that but um you know but people are still eating at those places but what that means is people are still having to work at those places so you're talking about doctors and nurses risking their lives but fry cooks are risking their lives you know what i mean and Congrats. and um and they should be celebrating i hope the stimulus helps and brings relief to families that are in desperate needs of funds right now um you know so i know that trump has has different motives and he's worried about the stock market and he's worried about his re-election um but i'm hoping that this stimulus does some good for real people with real problems who who need who need the money um
1: Absolutely, even if there's something for just, like, us, we'll probably get it, mm-hmm. um, because I think it's for, like, ninety nine k and less that mm-hmm. you make, um, but, you know, even if there's something for us to just sit on and maybe just pinch off of, you know, right. put a little bit for gas, but, you know, it's just
0: always good to just have that yeah. extra,
1: because you never know what's these days you don't know what the next call is going to be.
0: Exactly. Um,
1: You know, and how long you're going to be off work. And, Mm -hmm. like, I don't have, I had an extra income with my hotel job and I actually quit that um, totally unrelated to what was going on. But now that everything is, you know, happening, I'm like, I'm kind of glad because that's the industry that, you know, we had international guests coming in and it's just like that risk is so heavy in that industry.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so like I'm glad I'm not there, but at the same time that cuts away that extra income I had. Right. So you know this this check for me will be cool for me to just you know just sit on and have at least just for grocery money and your how you're
0: know, eating more a lot right like, you're cooking yeah. breakfast lunch and dinner i even looked at my gas bill has gone up because i'm home all day so and i'm cold exactly. so i'm turning the heat up it's still cold here in indiana especially at night um you know at, with our our temperatures are never um it's not like spring clicks on and we don't have cold nights anymore we don't you know, yeah. we're running our light bills more. I'm using my computer all day long, keeping it charged, keeping my cell phone charged because I'm doing uh-uh. my daily job through my own devices now. You know, so all those yeah. to be able to help towards the bills like, I, you know, my Duke sent me an email and was like, you're you're spending one hundred and um, an average of one hundred and fifty dollars more this month. Like what's going on? um COVID's going on Duke like be easy easy. so you know I remind you I'm at home right now exactly exactly so all those water bill goes up you know you know people are asking oh why are people hoarding you know they shouldn't hoard the toilet paper but why are people buying toilet paper because we're at home all day long think about you know Well, I work in an office where people are going to the bathroom all day long. I know they're at home doing that same thing. So they they need toilet paper. They need supplies. They need, you know, I would normally, um, you know, a lot of people, they were going to Starbucks in the morning. They weren't bringing their own fresh brewed cup of coffee. Now they're having, you know, now they need coffee at their house. They need to have a carrot at their house. They need, you know, coffee pot going, Things that they were used to. Some people never brought their lunch and ate in our work cafeteria or went, um, you know, to another business downtown every day for lunch. Now they have to have that food in the cabinet. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, that is supplies. And for those people that and I've even had friends who have come to me since this and that are laid off. And I'm sure you, too, know people that are laid off due to this. Um, crisis. but I, So I just wanted to point out some businesses that if you're able and if you're willing that are hiring, um, Aldi is hiring, the grocery store, Amazon is hiring, Costco, CVS Health, Dollar General, Dollar Tree, Domino's, um, Kroger's, Microsoft, PepsiCo, Postmates, uh shipped is hiring and i know that they shipped delivers groceries and they have a partnership with meyer um Uh so um if you want to work for shipped you mostly have a um be running to meyer to get groceries but target is hiring trader joe's ups uber eats walmart whole foods and zoom um which like i said more people are using um nowadays to conduct meetings and things like that so they're also hiring um i just wanted to to mention that um because a lot of people are are looking for work and a lot of people are stopped right now and they're not getting don't have the luxury of still getting that paycheck um so yeah i wanted to mention that and also in the way of help and supports um I know that we've talked about in the past about how LGBTQ people don't always, um, aren't always welcome at the regular social services types of facilities where they can get, um, support as in food, clothes, you know, not all, um, not all missions, you know, would be accepting of the LGBTQ community. Um, so Billy Porter, uh who is of course in um an entertainer and he's in the um New York area. He um he gave some um supports for people and let people know what is available in the New York um area for um for LGBTQ. So of course I'm not going to mention those the NYC ones because I don't think I mean we might have listeners in the future, that are from New York, but I, I think it's only our friends, our, our local friends. But um, there's a center. It's a it's called the Center in New York City, and they have a virtual front desk hotline right now. Um, and this center is um, they have they give they give referrals for food, housing, recovery, family supports, and HIV testing. They're open Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. Um, and their number is 212 um, 620 Inspire Outreach, they um, are a facility that can um, do laundries, help you shower, I mean, provide showers and other resources. And their number is 917 517 3203. But I want to mention a national hunger hotline. Um, and they refer people in need of emergency food assistance and their number is 866-348-6479. Um, yeah, and, uh, he has, if you go to his Instagram, he has a lot other, um, supports and hotlines but one in particular that stands out is um there's a hotline for domestic violence and um their number is um 800-799-7233 and um they also have a um you can text and it all caps uh, love, you text love is to 22522. And the reason I want to specifically mention the domestic violence is because um, it was brought to my attention, like on the news, they said, this can be a very trying time for people in, for children and, you know, women and, or men in, um, in a, a violent home because they're in they're indoors all the time, so people are not seeing them, you know, like, because normally a school, if they saw bruises on a child, would tell them, now that kid is in, and they're locked in all day with stressed out parents who may not have an income right now, and abuse rates go sky high through a time like this. So if you if you need supports or you know someone who needs supports, please share those numbers or look for more outlets that would have those services available um, and just know that there are places that help, and there are still supports out there, even at a trying time like this. And that's literally my version of a, a little virtual hug. It's just me being able to share some some information that I was that I was able to um, find, and that I wanted to uh, share that with you guys for anyone who would need it. That's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so still on that same tip of sharing words of encouragement and letting this podcast um today be something of love when we're seeing so many things that stress us out um I never share my poetry. I, I tell Jordan that I um, my poetry is for her and the dust mites. Um, that's, <laughs> a, that's all that here, um, my poetry. But I want to share this poem. I I wrote this on January 2nd and um, Jordan knows, because um, I told her, but um, Jordan okay. I was really feeling um, sad about the new year. Like that whole last week, but especially the first, like the like December thirtieth, De- December thirty first, I felt this like heavy sadness on me. And I asked her, did she feel it, and like could figure out why I was feeling that way. I I asked my cousin Raquel too. Like I talked to both of them about it. Like I just felt this heaviness. I didn't know what it was about I still don't know like even when all this covid-19 stuff happened I was like is that why I was feeling so sad like you know all this so there've been a lot of sad events that have happened in 2020 but I don't know why I felt that way um and I normally you know no matter what the year has been normally like new year's eve I'm excited and anticipating the new year and like when everyone was making oh 2020 is gonna be my year and blah 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 i didn't put any of that stuff i was like i don't feel led to put that stuff i feel like i'm i don't know it just felt like i'm not gonna mock how i'm feeling right now and lie and say something that i don't feel um so on the 2nd of january i was still feeling sad and timid about this new year i wasn't feeling it and all of a sudden I was like I'm gonna get out of my funk and I wanted to write a like a a poem to myself of love and encouragement because I just decided that how I was feeling at that moment was not where I was gonna stay so this poem was just a prophetic word to myself and I want to share it with all of you that it can be a prophetic word for you over your life and where God is taking us and that he's got to bring us out of what we're going through right now. I know brighter days are coming and that's what this poem is about It's just look into this brighter day. Like it's already here. And um, it doesn't have a title. Sorry. I need to come up with one. I should have did that. That should be my homework.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but it just says, I promise flowers will bloom for you. Accolades and awards, too. You're right on the horizon of something special. Blessings dripping from your fingers and from the cup that you thought was big enough. Before your eyes and in disbelief, like bones cracking, your life expands as your gift makes room for you. The prosperity without the grief. God's got plans for you. Can hardly remember the ashes since they got traded in, like watercolors, beauty splashes, in every journey you begin. Thought it was a curse, all the people that didn't stay. Now what a gift to have all the anchors tossed away. Your team winning, your skin glowing, and you didn't have to dull anyone's shine to get it that way. Close your eyes and imagine the sorrows of yesterday. Be present and bask in the gratefulness of present day. Your energy is powerful. You're drawing to your life who should be in your space your life your serenity i'm so happy for you the joy hit different when it is dripped in sincerity ain't nothing been for likes ain't nothing been for show your visuals capture your vision your light reflecting the positivity in your soul um and that's it it's just a short little poem of encouragement that it's gonna get better than this. We're gonna come out of this stronger. I hope that we don't lose um, this sense of community that has seemed to grow among us as we're going through these dark times. You know, me helping my neighbor in the line with the 2020 Trump hat, I don't want that to change um, when we're healthy and when these when this quarantine is over. Um, I want to never stop loving people, never stop seeing the best in people and never stop thanking those people that we depend on day in and day out. I don't need the grocer just because COVID-19 happened. I depend on the, the grocery store every week, every month, every year I'm getting my groceries. They're working on Christmas. They're working on Thanksgiving just so at our convenience to buy what we want. And now when we're in necessity, we're thanking them. But let's not stop when this is over.
1: Jordan? I don't know if you can hear me, um my snapping. <laughs> no. I didn't Thank <laughs> you. For the dope poet that you are. Um, <laughs> uh, so I told you that I was going to write something
0: to
1: which I started, I wrote it down, but then um I told you I was gonna have to go take my niece to her appointment. Oh yeah. And then I got back and ate lunch and <clears throat> it was just a lot of stuff that uh prevented me from writing something new mm-hmm. but I happened to and I know you said don't write anything new but just try to figure out what I did have mm-hmm. and so I'm like uh I don't know but I happened to think about um for I think last year our uh for my church our um our theme was reformation mm-hmm. and uh I had to write a poem for our theme. And so I think it kinda it kinda fits for what we are the season that we're in that all of us are in right now. Because mm-hmm. um some people are most people that I'm seeing are
0: are
1: introverts. Like they're okay
0: with their time in the house. Yeah. Same. Me on the other
1: hand, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Like Never I'm on okay the same page in the house <laughs> like I'm okay with being in the house when I wanna be in the house. Mm -hmm. But I like being out and being with people, uh, people that I love, you know, people who I want to be around or whatever. Mm -hmm. So this is really making me, um, be inside and think about stuff, think about my life, think about, just think, you know what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. so with all this extra time to think about and reflect on our lives and relationships and, uh, things like that, that made, that brought me to this poem that, um, made me feel like it's actually appropriate. So it's actually called Show Me Again. Um, We're also never on the same page because you didn't title yours. And that's like (laughs) the first thing that I do is title mine. (laughs) I don't know why. (laughs) But um, it's called Show Me Again. Show me again, Lord. Help me to discern if the relationships I'm in needs to be reshaped or relearned. Are they spirit-led? Do they bring glory to your name? or are they untruthful and dysfunctional Is sure to cause the kingdom of God shame? Show me again, Lord. Who am I connected to? I don't want to be attached to anyone that can't help me get closer to you. Give me the wisdom to know when the season has ended and the grace to let go and not extend it. Show me again, Lord. Show me myself. Am I an asset or a liability? What characteristics do I need to permanently shelter? Pair me with those that share the same values and desires and have a clear understanding of what this faith walk requires. Show me again, Lord. I submit my relationships to you. No hesitation, but you can do what's necessary for my reformation. Um, And I just feel like when we come out of our (laughs) homes, we're going to be reformed in some way, shape, or form. So I figured, like, yeah, this was really appropriate.
0: Yay. (laughs) (laughs) okay um i i love that and i do think that in this time you know like you said i am a introvert i am a homebody so yes i i don't mind being in with just me and my mommy and you know I don't mind that, but I know what's going on outside, and I know why we're in, and that's what gives me anxiety. That's what, you know, hurts my heart, and I think about the people that are suffering and that are sick, and I think about the us, those of us that are well and want to keep us well. So, yes, like, yes, I, I don't mind being indoors, but because of what's going on, I still feel that stress and that tension, and, you know it has, it has given me a lot of anxiety. Like I said, just going to the store has to, is such a tense time and thinking about gas and, you know, telling my mom at her infusions, like, be careful if you see anything, you know, that, that tips you off that you shouldn't be going to infusions as often or asking her to wear gloves when she um, gets in the, you know, the the hospital car that comes to pick her up and all of that, you know, those things, you know, introverts are not okay with that too. It's, you know, it would be different if, it would be different if I just got to work from home, everyone was healthy and I had no reason to go out and I could have, you know, and I was just getting my food delivered to me because I wanted it delivered to me. It, that would be one thing. I would be great, <laughs> but <laughs> we're we're in a crisis and so it's it's not it's not good for any of us we're all feeling it um i'm definitely trying to pray more and be um be mindful of it because it's like i always pray you know we're i'm raised in church i always have a level of spirituality but it's like when this crisis hits what do you do you talk to your friends about it you're watching the news i'm i wake up watching the news i go to sleep watching the news like I, the the biggest Anger I have even about this crisis is that it has made me watch Trump for the first time in his entire presidency. Like, I watch those press conferences that he does, you know, and I, I hate the sound of his voice. I hate not even just the sound of his voice, the thing, the ignorance that he spews out of his mouth as you watch the doctors and all the experts behind them trying to hold in their facial expressions while he just is the biggest idiot in the world running in the country. But anyways, um, this is a love and positivity <laughs> podcast. But what I'm saying is, I'm trying to remember, you know, because like prayer is in my routine, but this is definitely not in my routine. So it's like, you know, COVID-19 has not been in my routine. So I'm like, I have to remember to be mindful of, praying about this specific crisis and praying for others. Like I got a, I woke up to a text message of a friend that I call my little sister and she was just like, um, you know, Kimmy, can you, um, I'm really feeling anxious. I'm, uh, I'm feeling a lot of anxiety and we're far apart from each other right now. Um, like I am from everybody except my mom in this, you know, in this apartment. And, you know, and I I was so heartbroken that I missed her call because she had called me at like eleven, like midnight. Um, it was like eleven fifty nine, twelve midnight, and I was already asleep. And she had I missed a call, and or she had just sent a text or something. And I thought about it, and I thought by the time I woke up, it was like six o'clock in the morning. I said, I'm thinking probably she's fallen asleep by now and i sent her a prayer um over the phone i've never done that before i've definitely pl- prayed with her over the phone and i was thinking oh i don't know how she's going to receive this but i just i as soon as i woke up and saw the text i prayed for her and i just sent that i recorded a prayer and sent it to her and um and she thanked me for it and we talked later about it and i thought you know we have to be outside of the box in how we connect with one another right now. Um, I got to FaceTime with, uh, well, I, I use video chat through Facebook And a video chat with a friend of mine that lives in Poland that I hadn't connected with since she left. I hadn't connected with her FaceTime since then. And I was like, I told her, I said, why did we wait till it's a crisis to do this? But it was so good to talk with her. Like, we literally sat and talked like we were at a coffee shop or like she was just sitting in my living room. Like, it was old times. And I'm like, we don't take advantage of all this technology that we have that we could have been doing this all along. Um, And I saw, you know, and it might sound like I'm rambling, I feel like I'm rambling now, but I just feel like we have to use this time to transform how we think about each other, how we think about ourselves, and how we even think about and communicate with ourselves and with God as well, you know, in time. We need, you know, like you said, we should come out of this reformed. And so, yeah, that's how I started this whole thing to say, like, we're all in this period where we're more isolated from one another. But we should use that time to figure out something like we should all learn something through this. Um, Yep. And, and all of our lessons may not be the same, you know, and I think I use those examples of, you know, like the face chat, something I had never done with her, the, the prayer I sent to my friend who needed prayer at that time when dealing with her anxiety, or just like I sent my, I made a couple of playlists about what's going on and I sent, I don't think I've ever just sent you a whole playlist before, but I sent that to you and I thought I have to find new ways to connect with with the people that i love and the people that i care about and i thought i'm needing something right now others might need it too and i thought i'm going to start sending that i'm not going to be so inward and think oh they're not going to receive this or they're not going to like this or wonder what they think you know because just like i'm hurting and i want supports or i'm listening to this song and it touched me i'm going to start doing that more often um i've made more instagram posts i've made more uh facebook posts and I see other people doing that as well because as we are socially distanced, that that distance, that social distance, should only be physical. It should not be. Um, it should not be all inclusive. Because um, uh, my mom, she doesn't like the term socially distant because she's like social media is still happening. We're still on social media, so we're being social. We're only physically distant. Um, and, and I think that's the way we have to look at it and don't leave each other alone. Like friends have checked on me, you know, I've thought about it and checked on friends. We need to be doing more of that. Um, and I, like I said, I hope we learn a lot through this time and that we don't backtrack when we get it, when we get everything that we want, when we get though that green light to be back out in the community, back out in these streets Let's not lose what we let's not lose what we learned. Let's not lose the sense of community that we had. Right.
1: Right, definitely. Yeah. And I, I honestly think there's some things are gonna stick because this is this is like crazy. This is like the craziest thing that's ever happened mm-hmm. in my thirty one years. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I definitely think that there's gonna be some um, some changes, um, that I'm actually looking forward to, okay. some unity, you know, um, yeah. so,
0: just got to stay positive. Yeah. And I, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, as we end this podcast, um, we're going to end with our segment, if you don't like this, you're wrong, where we give our suggestions that we 100% uh, back and love and that we want other people to love them too. Um, so do you have a suggestion this week? I mean, mine is pretty simple.
1: It's been on my heart for a long time. And I talk about it all the time. And people that know me know like this is my
0: favorite um delectable snack and um I'm scared. I have a lot
1: of people who that they they side eye me and they're like But so why? It's like Is it me? Today
0: I was at uh, <laughs> oh you're one of them. Okay. Today I was <laughs> I was with my niece and we were picking up
1: some soap at a uh, Dollar General, and um, and she goes, "There goes your nasty candy," and like I just kind of had to snap my neck and you know turn around and look at her like, "How dare you?" <laughs> but it's um, it's Twizzlers, you know. Um, I don't understand why people don't like Twizzlers. I like um, Twizzlers. Oh, okay. So well, I'm glad you do. weird. see if we ain't <laughs> if we don't agree on nothing else. As long as we agree on this, I
0: am okay with that. Yeah, I'm and down I'm not with the Twizzle. About the black
1: those are gross. I agree with anyone who doesn't like those. Mm-hmm. But And even red vines, those are terrible.
0: Those are
1: not to be mixed up
0: with Twizzlers. I don't even, okay. I've never even tried red vines. That's, that's, terrible. The, that's, terrible, that's like, terrible. I feel like Nene, the ghetto. <laughs> I don't want, no,
1: the
0: I don't want no red vines. I don't vines. even
1: know why they exist. <laughs> but. I, yeah, I, just, I just encourage you guys to, I always say that I try anything twice, um, I just encourage you guys to just to try flippers one more time before y'all <laughs> give it up. Like, it's just, I just don't understand, like, it's a low calorie, low fat snack. Um, you can't go wrong with it. I mean, unless you eat the whole bag like I do, now that's probably wrong. But <laughs> other than that, like, you know, that's my suggestion. I just really need the world to get on account
0: with me okay those are are pretty amazing okay well my my suggestion um is a music mix um well it's actually an album but it's called liquid mind 11 and it's for deep sleep it's a new age cd uh, well cd but it's a new age album it's on um apple music um, and iTunes, but I use it to, I've been using it more, um, more often to relax and just to de-stress from the day and these days that are just filled with all this news and all these really, um, scary statistics. So it, the, the um, the album has no words it's um and liquid mind might sound super weird but it's literally it's like there's songs on there called night whispers teach me love dreamland deep sleep and i don't go to sleep to it but i might have that on in the bath and do a face mask decompress from the day listen to this and just ease my mind and it helps me sleep so much better so anybody that has um that may deal with anxiety or like me have trouble sleeping um this this mix uh, and I call it a mix but like I said it's just one complete album um and I guess they have more than than um than this version of it because like I said this is called Liquid Mind 11 and it's the one I've been listening to like I I literally have it playing on my amazon radio i play it on my itunes like i just i have it on the background and it just calms me down i can feel my heart rate slowing um you know it's nothing spiritual you know and i i hear and you brought this actually to my attention jordan that certain church people have a problem with meditation meditation is just um focusing your mind on something and you choose what you focus your mind on and we meditate on God. So do that. But this isn't a meditation, um, playlist or anything, but it just made me think of that. You know, I choose what my focus is. And when I meditate on the word, like it says, meditate on the word of God day and night, we at church, we have morning meditation, and we spoke the word of God. Like we choose what we focus our mind on. We don't change the word praise and worship because people worship Satan. We don't say, oh, we can't worship no more. Because they no, we choose what we worship and we worship God. So um just that's just a little disclaimer for you deep people. Um but um yeah, so my suggestion is the Liquid Mind album um for deep sleep. And it'll keep you chill and Relax you if you um, want to relax after a stressful day.
1: I'm gonna try that just because you congested it. However, I do not have any problems going to sleep. Yeah, I know. Once my head hits the pillow, <laughs> I am gone, and I'm You know, I'm I'm kind of grateful for that because I've encountered a lot of people, of course, of you too, that you know have trouble with going to sleep. You yeah. know settling down or whatever case is. And I'm like, honey, I mean, God bless, because I don't. I've <laughs> never... <laughs> I mean, because, you know, I hit the couch and go to sleep, so... Yeah. It's you no know, different once I get in the bed, but I'm definitely mm-hmm.
0: still gonna, gonna try it out. Okay. <laughs> well, that's all that we have for you guys. Stay safe. Stay blessed. Protect yourself. Stay in. Um, and stay hopefully. In, Yeah, and hopefully we can come out of this crisis on the other side happy, healthy, and loving each other more. Bye. Bye.